What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go? Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. We're on a little bit of a makeshift uh, situation for me currently. Hopefully, I sound good and you can see me. Papa Dude, can you confirm? Yeah, she sounds normal. Uh, <laughs> you're on, you're on this uh, extended road trip, and uh, you're having all kinds of technical difficulties. <laughs> The road trip is getting close to an end, I think, uh, with the technical difficulties start. Now, what happened? They have very slow internet, and so videos, they're not going to work. Like, these right. aren't going to work. I'm going to delay and delay and delay. Well, uh, I think this is like our 15th day here, and I'm out of, like, the fast data for the uh, hotspot. So it's either very slow hotspot data that won't work on these or their internet that won't work on these. So... Uh, a little bit of a makeshift. I'm on my phone because my phone data is still very fast. So I'm on my phone. I'm also using the main computer to kind of run the back end. So it's going to be a little weird tonight, but we're all here. So that's the good news. That's right. That's right. So, all right. Well, we're going to do Pac-12 and Big Ten win totals. Uh, if you missed the show last week, we did SEC and Big 12. Had a lot of fun. Got a lot of debates. I think this week will be even better because of the hot button issue of USC uh, for Papa Dude. We will get to that one in a minute. I know people, uh, a few people from last week were ready for that USC one. Uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to start Pac-12 or do you want to start Big Ten? Should we save the big, uh, the Pac-12 for last? What do you I think? I think we should, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, let's, 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 let's start the Big Ten. All right. All right. Let's do it. Here. I've got my, like I said, I showed this to everybody last week. I've got my Phil Steele preview magazine. That's what I'm reading this off of and reading this from. So let's start with the Big Ten. Let's just do it. And uh, I don't have these in alphabetical order like last week. I also can't pull up the web website because, uh, yeah, we got slow internet and it won't look very good. Uh, hi, Truth Exposed. Good to see you. I know you wanted to see the last one. Uh, we did, but you're on for this one. All right, let's go. Ohio State. Let's go with the big dogs right off the bat. They are at 10 and a half right now, Papa Dude. Ohio State last year went 11 and 2. Uh, they did lose to Michigan for the first time in forever. They also lost to Oregon uh, early on in the season. They got better throughout the year. Like I said, 11-2 and two last year. What about this year? Okay, here we go. Going to have some uh, controversy right off the bat maybe here. Let's do it. All right. Hi, Isaac. Hi, Truth. And hi, Joey. Good to see you guys. Uh, positives. There's lots of them. Offensively, they're very, very good. You know, they may have the best quarterback in the country. It's debatable uh, between C.J. Stroud and um, the kid at Alabama. And, of course, that superstar out at USC. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, all kinds of good things on offense. Now, they did lose some receivers, which is, you know, they lost some quality receivers, but they, they're still loaded on offense. The problem with Ohio State, is uh, defense, and it has been now for a couple of years. They're, they've been kind of soft on defense, and that's why they lost a couple of games. Michigan destroyed them. They just ran right at them, 
And Oregon, which is not known for their toughness, did the same thing. So until they get that solved, they got a problem. Uh, but they've hired uh, the defensive coordinator from Oklahoma State, and he did a tremendous job uh, for uh, Mike Gundy and the, and the Cowboys. Their defense was really good last year, and they've never been very good. So this guy might make a difference at Ohio State. I question the coaching a little bit. I don't know how good a coach this guy is up there. I mean, obviously, that's stupid to say because he's won a heck of a lot of games. But he's got great players. So let's look at their schedule. Interesting game. They got another game on the schedule. Aaron, is that a neutral site game or is that in Columbus? It's in Columbus. Okay, so then they will go to Notre Dame and return that game. Uh, you know, that that's one I think they'll win because it's in Columbus, but that's a toughie. Their other two non-conference games are nothing, so they're going to win those. I got three other games. Tell me what you think. I, that, I, I've got Wisconsin. That game's at Columbus, but Wisconsin's the kind of team they can beat them because they run it right at them. If, it, if it's Wisconsin's any good, they could beat them. I doubt it, though. The game at Michigan State is questionable, and the game at Penn State is questionable. Those are on the road, and those are tough places. A lot of people have them pegged for a national championship, and, and I, think they've got a, I think they've got a great shot. I really do, if the defense is solved. The, the, the line's 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. I got them at 11. I'm going over. Yeah, I have to go over on this one too. I, I think I think this team's going to be really good. Uh, Curtis Manilow says a hey, uh, Ohio State defensive issues were solved when they hired Jim Knowles. It certainly helped that Oklahoma State, a team that also was really poor uh, defensively until he kind of got there and got them going. Yeah, I'm with you. I have this team in the national championship game, uh, so I'm going to have to go over here. I love the offense. It's going to be very very good once again. Defensively, you know, they weren't good. They do have a lot of guys back. They are much more experienced this year, and hopefully the new kind of uh, change in coordinator will kind of get them over the top. Uh, I, I got Ohio State over. Uh, the Notre Dame game is interesting. It, it, it kind of reminds me of the Oregon game last year. We all kind of assumed, well, it's in Columbus, they'll win. Oregon really smoked them in that game. I know it was just a seven-point game, but they kind of dominated them. So Notre Dame, I think it's an interesting game right off the bat. I don't think yeah. uh, we should just assume that's a win. I don't see them having trouble with Wisconsin. I don't really see them having trouble with Michigan State. I think Penn State on the road, that's a game they usually struggle with. It'll probably be a wide-out night game. It usually is when they come in there to Penn State. The Michigan game, I'm surprised you didn't mention it. Michigan beats them. Yeah. Maybe that's a little bit of foreshadowing for what you think about Michigan this year more than Ohio State. But, uh, I, I, I mean, it's – it's a big game. I think Ohio State gets revenge, though. I'm I'm going eleven. I think yeah. I think you're on. I will say this about the coaching too, and again, this is coming from a guy that coached for a living for a long time. Guys, coaching's a little bit overrated sometimes. Um, you've got to have players. I don't. I don't. You know, you can't just hire this guy and say he's going to go in there and turn this around. They got to have players. Obviously, coaching means something, and obviously this guy knows what he's doing. Oklahoma State has some studs on defense. I mean, they were good. So Ohio State, I think they will be less soft. I think they're going to be a little tougher, and that's what they need. I still can't get past Michigan and Oregon just cramming it down their throats, and they did. Uh, we'll get to Michigan here in just a minute. 
Yeah, uh, the, the last thing uh, you said there about, uh, and it was Oklahoma State, they had a ton of guys. It was like their fifth and sixth year in school yes. on that defense, and that made a big difference too. And like I'll said, it, 12, Aaron. And yeah. So uh, look at the two conferences. To my opinion, there's no comparison between the Big Ten and the Big yeah. The Big Ten's a lot tougher. I, I agree. I totally agree. So it'll be interesting. Also, at Oklahoma State, any kind of improvement on that defense at all, you're going to be a legend. Here at Ohio State, if you go 11-1, and one, they're going to want to fire you if your defense yeah. gave up 35 points in that yeah, loss. So a whole different kind of pressure. We'll see what happens there. But I, I'm with you. Uh, I'm going the over. I think yeah. they're going to win 11 at least. So, all right, let's move on to Michigan. They're at 9.5. And, and like I mentioned last year, they went 12-2. and two. They finally beat Ohio State. Uh, they were in the college football playoff. Uh, they did not fare well at all against Georgia, but really no, I mean, no shame there. Georgia was the national champions. Uh, can they repeat that kind of effort this year? Only four back from that defense. A lot of guys back on offense, but that key was the defense last year. What do you think? Nine and a half for Michigan. Well, I, I, I do want to pat myself on the back. If you'll remember last year, all you guys made fun of me because I was the yep. only one that had them, in, I think, even ranked in the top 25. Yep. Uh, I think Harbaugh's a good coach. I do. Uh, the fact they lost those studs on defense kind of worries me a little bit. But when I look at the schedule, um, you know, the Ohio State game at Columbus, they don't farewell there too often. That's one they probably are going to lose. They really, I've only got two more that are kind of questionable. One's at Iowa. Anytime you go to Iowa, you better be ready to play. I think Iowa may be down just a little bit this year, though. So I think they'll get that one. And then they start, they struggle beating Michigan State. And it doesn't matter whether it's in Ann Arbor or East Lansing. Now, this year it is in Ann Arbor. When you look at the rest of their schedule – their non-conference schedule, they got Colorado State, Hawaii, and Yukon. Those are all in Ann Arbor. Uh, they got Maryland at home, Indiana on the road. That game with Penn State, that'll be tough, but that's in Ann Arbor. They go to Rutgers. They got Nebraska at home. They got Illinois at home. That's not a very tough schedule. I don't think they're near as good as they were last year. They have I think they might have a controversy at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they got the up-and-comer, and they got the incumbent, who I think is pretty good. They run the ball well. Okay, I'm, I'm going too long here. Nine and a half. I don't think they're as good as they were last year, but I think they'll win ten, so I got them over. I kind of feel the same way. I have them over. I don't think they're as good, but you you, you hit it. You look at the schedule, they're not going to have to be as good to get mm-hmm. to ten wins, really. I mean – you mentioned Michigan State. That is kind of the trip-up game. They've lost to them the last two years. And last year, like I said, they only lost two games. One was to the national champion, and one was to Michigan State. But you watch that game, you watch back at what happened. They really should have won it. They absolutely blew that yeah, game. So I, I think they're going to get revenge on them. Uh, I think Ohio State beats them. Maybe they trip up somewhere else. Maybe they're a 10-2 and two type team. Maybe they're more of a top 10, 15 than a top 5. Uh, but I do think they get over that nine and a half. So we're going to grant so far. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to Michigan State. You know, last year we talked a hell of a lot about Michigan State on the show. They went 11 and two, a fantastic year. They got all the way up to number five before Purdue beat them. They also got smoked against Ohio State. They did not finish the season all that strongly. They did win the ball game over Pittsburgh. Um, 
five back on offense. They do lose uh, Kenneth Walker, the great running back from last year. Nine back on defense. That's good. Uh, the quarterback is also back. Uh, this number is interesting. It's eight. I think they're right there. What about you? Well, I tend to agree. Uh, I think the first thing we have to look at is how good were they last mm-hmm. year? Did they benefit from a very easy schedule? So I got my book out here uh, at Northwestern. Northwestern was awful last year. They beat them. Youngstown State, that's not even a Division One team. <laughs> at Miami, that's Miami, Florida. They were horrible. They were horrible, the most overrated team every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat Nebraska at home. That's in East Lansing. Took overtime to beat a four-win team. Uh, Western Kentucky, they should beat Western Kentucky. At Rutgers, at Indiana, the Michigan win is impressive. Lost at Purdue. Beat Maryland, another crappy team. Ohio yeah. State, 56-7. to I was impressed when they bounced back and beat Penn State after that shellacking they took. So their schedule's a little weak. I don't know how good they are. I don't know how good a coach Mel Tucker is. I think he's pretty good. They benefited from the transfer portal last year, and to that's it's that we got to give him credit for that. I think he's a really good recruiter. I don't know whether he's worth the money they're paying him. My God, yeah. I don't know if you've seen that salary. I think he's number two. Uh, next to Saban, maybe. Uh, they got a great quarterback. They got talented receivers. They're good against the run on defense, but they gave up some points. Eight and four is where I've got them. I'm not going to go over. I'm I'm just going to have to go under, I think. Uh, it's another one. As I said, I think it's right on the line. I think eight and four makes a lot of sense. Uh, gosh, they, they have a lot of toss-up games. That's the big thing about they this do. game. Absolutely. It's really going to depend on that defense. I don't think they'll be quite as good offensively. It wasn't a great defense last year. I'm going to go under as well. So we're three out of three as far as agreeing. Uh, I'm going under. Um, but, again, I have them right there at that eight and four mark. I don't have it wrote down, but the but the uh, plus money is on the under. So if you do have this team at eight and four and you're getting plus money on uh, the under, you go ahead and do that. If it was plus money on the over, you would go ahead and do that. That's kind of what you can do. They have a. I, mean, I failed to mention this. They have a very key uh, non-conference game at Washington, and that might kill us if they win that game. You know, you don't really know how Washington's going to be. Right. Either. They got a new coach, and they're kind of getting some hype. Uh, we'll talk about them, I guess, in a second, and we'll, yeah. and we'll see what we think of them. But they're kind of one of those teams. That it's just kind of 50-50 how they're how it's going to shake out for them. So right. I agree, it's going to be tough uh, to kind of gauge how Michigan State's going to do. And like you said, if they win that game. They're probably well on their way to going over. So right. um, not easy to go out there to Washington and win, though. All right, yeah. let's move on to Penn State. All right. uh, a team last year I thought was a little bit of a disappointment. Uh, at one time, they were ranked number four in the country. They end up seven and six. Uh, they really faltered late in the season. As a matter of fact, they only won like two out of their last seven, I believe it was. And then they did get beat by Arkansas in the bowl game. Uh, Sean Clifford back, quarterback. I think he's tough. I don't think he's great, but I do think he you can win with him for sure. Uh, only four guys back on the defense. So a little bit inexperienced here yep. for the Nittany Lions. Eight and a half. What do you think about that? Well, I think the whole key is Sean Clifford. How good is he? I think he's good good enough to win you eight, maybe yep. nine. I don't think you can go much higher 
than that with him, unless he's got some studs all the way around him, which he doesn't. So I, I'm with you a lot on what you said. He's serviceable. He's not bad. A lot of teams could take would take him and win games with him. But he's got to have some help. Their defense is pretty good, except at the most important position, linebacker. Yeah. Gotta have linebackers. They are short on those. They got to find somebody. Running game's okay. Receivers are okay. Uh, the offensive line's got to improve. It was shaky last time. A lot of sacks. Uh, tough schedule. Man, your schedule is tough. Non conference, Ohio, Villanova, no sweat. Got to go to Auburn. Okay, that's tricky. Auburn's not, not as good. They should win that game. That's one they got to win. If they win that, you know, I think we can we can look at that being a, a kind of a barometer of how they're going to be. I don't think they're going to win Ohio State. The game at Purdue, Purdue's not bad. That's going to be a tricky one for them. They go to Iowa. I have one Penn State are always classics. Yeah, uh, they got Michigan at home, and they got to go to Michigan State. That's a tough schedule. That's six games they could lose, all of them. So eight and a half. I got them at eight. I'm going under. Well, we'll disagree for the first time here, but it's not by much. I have them at nine and three. Uh, I really think, you know, that last game against Michigan State might determine whether they go over and also might determine why they are if Michigan State goes over. So uh, I have I have uh, Penn State winning that game. And that's the difference for me. Uh, I both had them eight and three going into that. And then I have Penn State beating them there. But listen, it's the last game of the year. There's a ton of shit that can happen. Oh, yeah. August 2nd and uh, November 26th. But at this time, I will take Penn State and the over. It's not by a strong bargain. This is probably one of my least favorite ones that we're going to do is Penn State because I tend to overrate them. I will be honest. I tend to overrate them. I think we all all do. I think that name recognition gets you. And I just think you think, well, they they can jump up and have an 11 season. We've seen it from them. Um, I like their quarterback, Sean Clifford. You know, I don't love him, but I like him. I think he'll be gutty enough. I think, you know, last year for him, I think they go out with nine. So nine and three, I'm going over for them. All right, Maryland Terrapins are next uh, to his little brother back at quarterback. They have nine offensive players back, seven back on defense, seven and six a year ago. Uh, if you watched the show last year, I was able to hit with this team a couple times, um, but they weren't very good last year, really. Once no. the first four games got over with, they really struggled. Um, I don't know what this team's all about. They did pick up a nice bowl win. Six wins for Maryland over under for you on this one. Oh, this is a tough one. I, I, I think they're a little better than I usually rate them. Uh, the quarterback's okay. Here's a key game for them. They got a non-conference game with SMU. Yeah. If they win that game, their other two non-conference games, Buffalo, Charlotte, Surely to God, they're going to win those. So yeah. there's three right there. If they, That's the key game uh, for them, if they can get that game. And SMU is pretty good. They're going through a uh, coaching change. That's a game that Maryland's got to win. That, that game is in uh, College Park. So that's a big one. Uh, here's three more I think they can win. Got to go to Indiana and beat them. They got to beat Northwestern and they got to beat Rutgers. Both of those games are at College Park. If you get those, that's five right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not going to win at Michigan. They're not going to win at Wisconsin. They're not going to win at Penn State and they're not going to beat Ohio State. So that leaves two to decide between Michigan State 
and Purdue. Those are tough. And SMU. So that those games are going to decide their season. I've got them at six. I just can't go over that. So I'm going to have to go under. Yeah, it's it's really debatable for me. I, you know, they did win six last year. I think they're going to be a little bit better. I do too. I had them at six and six as well. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's going to take a break to win seven. If I knew they had that SMU game one, I'd, I'd go over, but I don't know that. <laughs> I just think they're more likely to go five and seven than seven and five. That's so I'm going to, I'm going to go under. Yeah. I, I watched this team a lot last year and they weren't very good. They really weren't. They, they they're kind of a team that fooled you early in the year. It's like, yeah, they're pretty decent. They didn't yeah. win four in a row. Yeah. They really weren't very good. <laughs> so I'm going to go under that number. Any, any, there. any team that has a defense as poor as theirs. It's questionable, you know? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's keep going. Indiana's right. next. Uh, they were the COVID darlings. Everybody loved yeah. Indiana. They were six and two. Uh, last year, total disaster. They went two and ten. Uh, just horrible. Not not good whatsoever. Uh, quarterback has transferred out. Phoenix is no longer there. They get the kid from Missouri coming in. Who I don't know. He's not horrible. Um, seven back from the defense. The win total is very low, four and a half. What do you think about the Hoosiers this year? I'd, I'd say this is the most disappointing team from last year. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have them top ten, which was absolutely ridiculously stupid when you looked at the covid you yeah. could take that covid year in consideration and they're scheduled that play, they played they didn't play anybody mm-hmm. that year so they got and, and to their credit they won 7 out of 9 they weren't any good and they're not any good this year so um, can they forget last year see that's the real problem here they were going to supposed to be pretty good they go 2 and 10 they did well in the transfer portal they got they got some guys that came in uh, from the crossover side, the other division of the of the uh, uh, Big Ten. They don't have to play Wisconsin or Iowa, so that's a break. They get uh, Nebraska, Illinois, and Purdue from that side, so that that's a break for them. I just don't see very many wins. I got them at four, so I'm going under. I went under. I I, I think they're going to go like four and eight, three and nine. Uh, I I did not like them last year either. I don't like them this year. So I'm going under that number. Not a big fan of the Hoosiers this year. All right, let's go to Rutgers. Uh, Greg Schiano starting to get things turned around. Three and six in the COVID year. Five and eight last year. Uh, they got to go to a bowl because of their academics. So they were five and seven, but they let a team in uh, because they needed a team. And so they, they Rutgers were right there to get it. Uh, listen, they played some teams close. They also got blown out in some other games. They definitely improved. We've got three and a half here. It's not much. They've they've got six guys back on both sides of the ball, plus the quarterback. What do you think of Rutgers? Not much. Uh, again, they got two wins, maybe. Wagner, yeah, they're going to beat them. Can they go to Temple and win? I mean, they should, but I, I've got it as a win, but I wouldn't bet a nickel on it. Yeah. Yeah, they got to go to Boston College. I don't think they go to Boston. You know, that's, that's, I don't think they win that game. And then you look at the others. Are they going to beat Iowa? No, I don't think so. At Ohio State, no way. I don't think they beat Nebraska. 
They got to go to Minnesota. They got Michigan at Michigan State, Penn State. Okay. They got Indiana. Okay. I could see him winning that one at, mm-hmm. at the And you got at Maryland. Three and a half. I only see three. I got to go under. <laughs> and I think, I think they got a great coach. I think he does a good job. I think Shiano is good for four wins. I, I'm not going under on this one. All I'm right. Going over. Uh, I, I think they're going to be better, uh, you know, and, and I just think they're going to win those games. You know, they go to Boston College to start the season. I don't think that's an automatic loss. They got Wagner, like I said, a game at Temple. It's another one. I, I don't care that they beat them 61 to 14. It's a toss up. It's a new year. Team like Rutgers goes on the road. You never know. They could lose to anybody. Yeah. But I do think they can they can win that game for sure. Then you're talking about getting two Big Ten wins. I think they can. Indiana's there, and I think they upset somebody. So I'm going to go four, maybe even five for Rutgers. I'm going wow. over. The key is going to be the start. And I just think uh, I have faith in Shiano. Listen, last year I don't think anybody thought they were going to win five, and they did. Oh, that's so, true. I think I think he's a good enough coach that he'll have them good enough and competitive enough to win four. So you talk about over. go ahead. No, I said I'm okay. going over. You talk about a school that's doesn't belong in the conference that they're in. Yeah, it's weird. It's just not a good fit, but there's really no good fit for them. No. They're stuck up in New Jersey. There's you know, that part of the country, not really football oriented. And uh so ACC maybe would be a better fit for them. Uh, yeah. Just tough, tough fit for Rutgers. It really yeah, is. it really is. And when they when Shiano was there, they were in a different conference. Yeah, a much different schedule than what yeah. they do now. In the Big um, East, when the Big yeah. East football conference, yeah, exactly. And they, you know, when they in their quote unquote heyday of Rutgers football, they they yeah. had a much easier schedule. So we'll see. I like I said, I don't have huge expectations, but I do think they'll be better than what people think. I think he's a pretty darn good coach. All right, let's move on to the fighting Illini. Uh, Brett Mielema second year at Illinois. Last year was improvement. They went five and seven. They had a shot to make a bowl. Uh, kind of lost some tough ones, including a, a game to Rutgers. Yeah. That's one Rutgers was able to win last year that nobody probably thought they were going to, um, especially as uh, the fighting line, I was coming off a win against Penn State. The Rutgers went in there and beat them. If not, they would have made a bowl. They could have beat UTSA. They would have made a bowl. So they had a chance to go six and six, uh, seven and five. This year, they've got a lot of guys back. Uh, you know, they get transfer Tommy DeVito in from Syracuse to be the quarterback, at least for now. He's listed as we'll see. I don't think he's great. Um, what do you think here? They're listed at four and a half. Well, I'm going to make our Arkansas people mad because they don't like Bielema, but I do. I think he's a good coach, and he's a Big Ten coach. He didn't fit in in the SEC, but his style of football fits more in the Big Ten. Uh, you know, they won five last year. We're competitive. Yeah. They did all the job. Tommy DeVito from Syracuse, come on. He's awful. You don't, have, awful. you don't have anybody any better than that. You're hurting. Yeah. There's your problem. They don't have any offense. Their offense is, is just not very good. And they lost two very good offensive linemen that went to the pros. So I, I, I like Bielema. I, Illinois is one of these places that you would think you could win. It's been a while since they've done it, done much, and they've had some decent coaches in there over the years. 
non-conference schedule, uh, Wyoming, big game. That's in Champaign. Uh, they got to win that. Uh, they got Tennessee Chattanooga. They'll win that one. Then they got Virginia, and Virginia's pretty good. So there's two iffy non-conference games. They should have scheduled three weekies, week teams. I mean, that's how you turn it around at these schools. You get three non-conference wins. Of course, the schedule was probably already made before Bielema got there. Uh, what are they at? What's their What's their number? They're four and a half. Under for me. I think they're going to go four and eight. I went under as well. I, I just couldn't get there with them. No. I I don't know. Was it a situation where the recruiting was decent and the coaching wasn't great, and then he got there and he could coach them up? Because it's kind of what happened at Arkansas. You know, he did, he couldn't really recruit. The, no. the players weren't there. I don't think he's a bad coach, but he's a good coach. The players. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in him. They're a weird team for me. I'm going under uh, that four and a half total. All right, let's go to your favorite team, you the bet. Iowa Hawkeyes, most boring team in football. Uh, <laughs> last year, I mean, they sacrificed a live chicken or something to get the 10 wins. I mean, this was the luckiest team I've ever seen. Every week it'd be like, yeah, they, they won like six to three and the last field goal hit three goalposts and the crossbar and went in somehow. I mean, it was just crazy voodoo that Iowa had done. Uh, but they got the 10 wins, and then this year they've got everybody back. Well, not everybody, but seven on offense, seven on defense back. And they got uh, old Spencer Fetros, who is probably the worst Division One quarterback to ever win 10 games, maybe ever. All that said, their win totals at seven and a half. They're an eight and four, seven and five team almost every year. Pencil. What do you think about the Hawkeyes? Well, you hit the nail on you hit that nail on the head perfectly on everything. I cannot even be. I have no nothing else really to, to say to that. You hit it all. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think there's a better coach in the country than this guy. Now, he's got a rabbit's foot, that's for sure, in his pocket. But the guy, okay, let's stop and think about this for a minute. How do you recruit at Iowa? I don't know. And I'm not knocking Iowa at all. I've been there and I've been to Des Moines. I think Des Moines is a great place. They don't have anywhere to recruit. No, okay. they have no base. There's all. no base. I mean, yeah. you know, and he gets these guys. You look at Iowa from the first year he was there till now. You cannot tell the difference between any team he has. No. Every one of them is exactly the same. Yep. Big, strong linemen on both sides of the ball, a defense that's just fundamentally so sound. Yeah. And they win games they shouldn't. And every once in a while they lose games they shouldn't. You know, you, you say luck, yes. You, but I'd rather be lucky than good any day. But last year they won the turnover battle. Yeah. That's what they <laughs> It was unbelievable. Yeah. You're right. They have a terrible quarterback. There's no doubt the worst quarterback to ever win 10 games. He's no, awful. He is awful. I think he threw for like 120 yards a game, which is just god awful in high school anymore, let alone. Uh, but seven and a half, okay. I think their schedule's tougher this year. I, I, yeah. I do. Uh, it's a much tougher schedule. They've got to go to Ohio State. Forget it. You know, those are the type teams that Iowa's true talent comes out against because teams that have great talent just thrash them. 
their true lack of speed. They have no yeah, speed. yeah, that's what it is. And and Ohio State's got it, and they got yeah. people all over the field. And Iowa just can't match up for them. But you put them against a team like Wisconsin. Oh yeah, they they'll beat their ass, you know. And they got yeah. home. Uh, Michigan, they can play with Michigan. They yeah. can. Uh, you know, where where am I here? Oh, at Purdue, that could be tough. Purdue's got a really good quarterback. Minnesota, that's a toss-up game. That's on the road. And the Nebraska game's always tough. So I got them at seven this year. So I don't think a whole lot of them. So for me to have them at seven, I've got to go under. Well, that has me a little worried. I have them at eight and four. But if you have them at seven, that means they're going to win three. <laughs> I wanted to read off. This is okay. This is Spencer, Spencer Petras's numbers from last year. And and be to, to be fair, uh, he wasn't hurt or anything like that. <laughs> one thousand eight hundred and eighty yards, ten touchdowns, nine interceptions. And this team went ten and four with that. I mean, it's, fourteen games, Aaron. Fourteen games. I know. I know. <laughs> That's uh, just doing the math real quick. That's 130 yards a game. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. So uh, I went eight and four. So I guess I'll go over. Um, well, find I, a way. they will find a way. They they will. Yeah, I went. I'm, I made a dumb pick there, but you know I'm not putting them in the top 25 this year like I always do. I can't do it this year. Yeah. Well, that's that's sad. I think we're going to cancel the top 25 this year. You can't put Iowa in it. So. <laughs> All right, let's move on from the Hawkeyes. Uh, get ready for a lot of 13-10 to 10 type games there in Iowa again this year. Let's go to Minnesota. The Golden Gophers, a pretty good year last year, went 9-4. and four. They got six guys back on both sides of the ball, including the quarterback Tanner Morgan. And I like Tanner Morgan. I thought he was pretty decent uh, last season for uh, uh, Minnesota, especially late in the year, not so much early. Uh, look, they're, they're at 7.5. It seems like they're a team, when you think they're going to be good, they're not. And when you think they're going to fall a little bit, they, they come out and have a good season. What do you think of them this year? Well, they're another six six seven five eight four every year. Yeah. Pretty much. And their secret is non-conference schedule. And look at it this year. New Mexico State, Western Illinois, Colorado. Yeah. There's three wins. I mean, Colorado maybe can give them a Upset? I don't think so. They're all at uh, in Minnesota. Yeah, and so there's three right there. I kind of like this team. Uh, I think their coach is kind of hokey, and I don't like some of the stuff he does. But I think he's a great coach. I do. He recruits well. He's had them at a pretty good level since he's been there, and uh, they're 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 pretty competitive. They play on the on the weaker side of the of the Big Ten, and they take advantage of that. They hired a new offensive coordinator that they're really high on. They think that he can really improve Tanner Morgan, and I think Tanner Morgan's pretty good. I think they're really good uh, fundamentally, and so I, I like them. Uh, four tough Big Ten road games will decide what they do. At Michigan State, at Penn State, at Wisconsin, and the other one you're not you're going to laugh at me is at Nebraska. So. Those are four really tough games. I say the Nebraska game for a team like Minnesota. That's a tough road game. That's a tough yeah. game for them. They also have Iowa and Purdue at home. So those are question marks too. So there's six games that will decide their season. 
I'm going to go eight and four on Minnesota. I like them better than most people, so I'm going to go over. I'm going over on them too. Uh, it's a team that's hard to get right, though. Like I said, you, gotta, you you go into it knowing it that, but three games they should win in the non-conference, and that's a key. You know, yep. that's a huge key. But last year they lost to Bowling Green in the non-conference, so absolutely you kind of mentioned a team like Minnesota. That's the kind of games they lose sometimes that could really you know upset you if you bet this over seven and a half. But I'm going to have faith in them. Uh, I like, uh, I, I kind of like them offensively. I think they'll be pretty decent. Yeah, and, and the thing is, I've said this a million times, Aaron, and, and, and it's so true. When you're well coached and you don't have a ton of talent, you beat people you shouldn't beat, but you lose one somewhere along the line that you should have yep. won because you're not very good. Uh, let me see. Bowling Green did beat them 14 to 10, and it seemed to me, oh, Illinois at Minneapolis. Beat them fourteen to six. Mm-hmm. There's two losses right there, and and have, have they won those two games? They went ten or eleven games last year. Yeah, and those are two games that just what the hell happened? Yeah, you know. So I I I I think that's kind of what happens when you're a little bit deficient on talent. You lose some games you shouldn't, but there's no excuse for losing those. No, there's not, but I do agree that that's exactly what happens. Yeah. It's unavoidable sometimes for teams yeah. like that. So. Yeah. All right, let's move on. The Nebraska Cornhuskers, how overrated will they be again this season? Let's see. They have not had a winning season since 2016. Let me repeat that. Nebraska has not had a winning season since 2016. Last year, they won three games. That's right. Nebraska won three games in Scott Frost's fourth year at Nebraska. They went three and nine. A lot of people think they're going to be good again, including, I think, the guy uh, sitting next to me. Vegas obviously thinks they're going to be pretty good. Seven and a half wins for a team that hasn't won, uh, hasn't had a winning season since 2016. Um, Seven are back on offense. They do have a a transfer quarterback, Casey Thompson from Texas, is coming into Nebraska. I don't know. I think he looked decent at times last year for the Longhorns. Five back on defense. Uh, Defense that wasn't too bad last year. Nebraska at seven and a half. What do you think? Okay. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be great. Okay. And I, mm-hmm. I think they're going to be a little above average, which would be a tremendous improvement for them. Um, they lost eight games by eight points or less. Yeah. Now that, that means they were there. That means they found a way to lose. And I watched them a lot last year, and they had games won, and I, they lost them every which way they could. Very frustrating. Uh, they lost three by five or less. So you turn a few of those around, and you go from three to nine. You don't have to win a whole lot more to be six and six, seven and five. Now, is Casey Thompson better than what they had? That's debatable because what they had wasn't very good. I thought Casey Thompson wasn't bad at Texas. He shredded our wonderful, tremendous defense. But by the way, if Joey's still around, he's going to USC. Right. Alex Grinch. He looked like the best quarterback I ever saw for a long time in that game. Yeah. Uh, but Texas must not have liked him. And he must have saw the writing on the wall because he got out of there. Why would you get out of there 
if you're the starting quarterback, if they had confidence. Does that make any sense? Well, they brought in better players. Well, that means he didn't think <laughs> that's why he left. That's the point I'm trying to make. You hit it right there. So I'm glad you answered that the way you did. The thing with Nebraska is they've got to get over the hump. They got to get that swagger back. They got to be huh? Do you think so? Yeah, they do. And I don't know if they can do that. I don't know if they have good enough players. Uh what was it, seven and a half? I don't see any way why they're seven and a half. I, that, that made it easy for me. I thought they'd be six. Six. I think that's – when you look at their schedule, I mean, it's not that hard. That's the thing. Look at their schedule. Here's a key game. They opened the season at Northwestern. Remember last year they opened the season in Illinois and got drubbed. Mm-hmm. Okay, if they're any good – they win that game, right? I seriously doubt they win that game. I saw what I said. If they're any good, <laughs> they win that game, right? Yeah, you have to. <laughs> I, know, I know, Steve Arino. I know this ain't the 80s. I got you. <laughs> uh, good to see you, buddy. Uh, North Dakota, won't they win that? No, I didn't say North Dakota State. I said North Dakota. Won't they win that? They should. They okay. Should beat North Dakota. Yes. Georgia Southern. Don't they win that? I would think. Okay. Indiana at Lincoln. I think they will win that. Yes. All right. <laughs> Illinois at Lincoln. I should win that one. Yes. And there's four. Okay. okay. The MPs here we have at Northwestern at Rutgers. Okay. Let's say they split. Yeah. That's okay. Okay. That's five. All right. Uh, at Michigan, no. Wisconsin in Lincoln. Could they win that? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oklahoma, we're going to say no. I mean, if they do, it's a massive disappointment. We're not any good if they do. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, at Purdue, eh, maybe. I, I don't think so. Okay. Minnesota comes in there. I, I think, think Minnesota so. beats them. I do too. And then Iowa, which that's a game. Who knows? Those games are close. Those Iowa Nebraska games are close. So it's not a stretch to see them win seven with that schedule. But I'm going under. <laughs> but, 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 uh, even if they win seven, you're going under. Yes, so that's the thing, and that's the thing I can't figure out. Why every year do people think they're going to be good? Well, because they're in Nebraska, and they think Scott Frost is a hell of a coach because he won thirteen games in Central Florida one year. So Which, if you look at you. You said you said, well, you know, this Iowa game they could beat them. They haven't beat them in five I, years. I know that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so one of these days they're going to beat Iowa. One of these days. Yeah, I mean that is. Step like one of a hundred. I mean, beating Iowa is not that big of a deal. Well, <laughs> so. let, me you, now let me ask you this. We saw them live and in person last year. Yeah. Okay. They almost won. Yeah. I know we weren't any good. Yeah. But we were supposed to have athletes. We were supposed to. Mm-hmm. We weren't, didn't look, I mean, they looked pretty good athletically. Wouldn't you say? No. 
Oh, you wouldn't. Okay. No, I thought they were awful. I thought their defense was pretty good. I didn't. Okay. I thought they were terrible. I thought we were terrible. Well, we <laughs> must have been god awful. We were. If you go back and watch any of OU's games, they were awful last year. They were. Nebraska, the first game against Illinois, was embarrassing how bad they were. Oh, that's right. I agree they, with that. They did play really well in Oklahoma. I, I agree. But, I mean, they, come they on. The effort down there. Yeah, listen, they played hard all year. I'll give them that. They played they hard. They should have been better. But I still, to go over seven and a half is crazy. Maybe they do it, but that's crazy in my opinion. I don't know how Scott Frost kept from going insane. I don't either. Now, the one thing, and I don't forget who said it, and uh, my, my regular computer, the internet, just crapped out on it. So I'm using my phone for everything here. So I don't know who said it on the comments. I can't go back and find it. But the Taylor <laughs> Martinez problem is over. Yeah. So here's the thing we're going to find out. Is it a Taylor Martinez problem or is it a Nebraska problem? Nebraska gets Casey Thompson. Taylor Martinez goes to Kansas State. So we'll see who has the more success this That's year. True. That'll be interesting. All right. We are going to go way over time here. And I don't know how long this one's going to hold off. So let's oh, go to the next yeah, one. Okay, let's get going. A team that's going to beat uh, Nebraska opening weekend, and that is Northwestern. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to just go ahead and spoil it. I think Pat Fitzgerald is a great coach. He is a great coach. They usually don't have two bad seasons in a row under him. Yep. I'm going over this three-and-a-half number for Northwestern. I don't think they're going to be great, but they are experienced. Yeah. they got a pretty good uh, quarterback. I think they'll be better this year. I'm going over three-and-a-half. Pat Fitzgerald, fantastic coach. Some people just fit in at a place. I'm sure he's had job offers to other places. He's from Northwestern. He uh, went to school there. I with you. It ain't going to take much for them to go over three-and-a-half. I'm going over, too. Yeah, I'm going to go over this. Three and a half is too low, yep. and I, I think they'll find a way. All right, you mentioned Purdue a little bit earlier. Uh, they are at seven and a half. You mentioned their quarterback. They, they've uh, got a good one here uh, at, at quarterback. They've also gotten seven guys back from a defense, seven guys back from offense. Uh, you know, the team went nine and four a year and ago. A year ago, Aiden O'Connell, can he have another big year? Can they get over seven and a half? You know, I like this team quite a bit. Their non-conference schedule, Indiana State at that great Syracuse and Florida Atlantic. They should win all three of those games. Then they got Maryland, Illinois, Northwestern on the schedule and Indiana. Okay, so a couple of those are on the road. Let's say they lose one. That's six wins right there. Yeah. got to get one more. Those That's where it gets a little harder. They got Wisconsin, Penn State, Minnesota, Nebraska, and Iowa. So, you know. I mean, Nebraska, like, they have Nebraska at home. That should not be a hard game for them. That's true. I know, I know. (laughs) And and Iowa, too. So, seven and a half, I'm going over. I got them at eight. Yeah, I've got them over as well. Um, I think they're going to be pretty good. This is a wide open side of this thing. It is. It's not unforeseen that they could make a run at winning the division. Oh, there's no doubt. I don't think they will because they're Purdue, but yeah. I do think it's going to be interesting to see if they can get over that seven and a half. All right, the favorite hey, in this wait, division. Real, real quick, you yeah. give Wisconsin their quarterback, and, and and with this schedule that they're playing, you'd have Wisconsin winning 10 easy, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. Remember yeah. when Wisconsin uh, had Russell Wilson, they were really good. That's right. <laughs> you know, so that's, that's right. how that goes. Yeah. Um, let's go to Wisconsin. They'll be the favorites to win this side of it. Last year they went nine and four. They started off 
awful. Mm-hmm. They got a lot better. Um, ended up winning their bowl game. They don't have a lot back on defense. Only three starters back on defense. Five returned on offense. Graham Burke's going to be the quarterback as of now at least. Uh, I don't know what, what to think about Wisconsin. What do you think about them? Well, they're always going to win games. So that's just what they do. Mm-hmm. Not flashy. The key is the quarterback. How good is he? Uh, he's up and down. You know, I don't think he's great when he's up. I don't think he's great. Mm-hmm. So they lost eight starters on defense. That worries me. But they usually can replace those guys. Physical, ball control team. We all know what, what Wisconsin is. They're not going to change. Very well coached. Uh, what is it? Nine? Ten. Yep. Come on, I got them at nine. Oh, man. I don't think they win ten. So I'm going to have to go under. I, 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 I think they're going to win nine, though. I can see this pushing for sure. I'm yep. going. I'm going under as well. I've got him at nine and three. Um, I don't think know, enough to win ten. I just don't. I don't think they are either. Yeah, I'm going to go with the under on that one as well. All right, let's move on to the Pac-12. I do have these in alphabetical order. So oh, good. That's good news here. So we'll start off with a really sharp and really good team. One of the best teams of all time, Arizona. Was absolutely awful. They have been awful for a while now. Uh, the COVID year, they went 0-5. They improved. They won one last year. They went 1-11. Uh, they do have a lot of guys back, uh, but when you went 1-11, that doesn't really matter all that much. They get a transfer in from Washington State at quarterback. He's not awful, uh, Jaden DeLara. Um, right, it's two and a half. I don't know. I mean, like, like you even look at the non-conference, like at San Diego State. Yeah, that's not going to be no, not going to happen. No, Mississippi State. I don't think they're going to beat them. No, North Dakota State. I don't think they'll beat them. <laughs> so then you get in a conference play. I'm going under the two and a half. What about you? I think this is one of the worst coaching jobs in the country. I do too. I, this is just again. Where's their recruiting base? They got to go to California. Well, every damn every damn school in the country goes to California. Yeah. Or they got to go to Texas because they ain't getting anybody out of Arizona. No. They're not getting players out of Arizona because the really good players, if they're already in Arizona, they're probably going to choose Arizona State over Arizona. And they've had some winning seasons there, and whoever's been there did a heck of a job. Uh, it, you're bad when you play – a Division One AA or whatever they call them now, FCS school, yeah. and you might be the underdog. I don't you see any way they're favored in that game. <laughs> the only game I see they could win is Colorado. They have yeah. them at home, so I'm on. I'm under two and a half. And that's man, you're bad. They're in my. They'll be in the bottom ten to start the season for me. Yeah, I just don't think they're good at all. All right, let's move on. Arizona okay. State. I think this is going to be an absolute disaster this year for <laughs> Arizona State. I really do. Uh, they lost almost all their players. Yeah, uh, they get Emory Jones in at quarterback from Florida. He was awful at Florida. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, five and a half. I'm way under this five and a half. I don't think Herm Edwards is a very good coach either. Uh, so I'm going under the five and a half. What about you with the Sun Devils? No doubt. Uh, they got a couple get wins in the in the non conference. Uh, they might beat Arizona. <laughs> yeah, sure they're going to beat Arizona. Yeah, that's three. Uh, let's see where I can find another one. They got to go to Colorado, maybe. Uh, that's about it. Uh, yeah, the non conference games, Oklahoma State, uh, even though it's at home, I don't think they beat him. I think Herm Edwards is a joke. I've always thought he was a joke. He's kind of yeah. funny, he says some funny stuff. 
They had a, had all the tools last year. Here's the other thing. The quarterback they had got the hell out of there. That yeah. tells you a lot. They got recruiting problems. They, got, they may get put on uh, probation. Way under for me, too. I think it's going to be a disaster. Maybe that's a game Arizona can win. It is at Arizona. It is the last game of the year. We'll see. I think they're going to be horrible. I really do. Um, all right, let's move on. The Cal Bears are next. The big bad Bears. They went five and seven a year ago. They're a team that kind of lives on that five and seven type yep. of mark. Uh, they did have a couple winning seasons under Wilcox uh, in 18 and 19. They don't have hardly anybody back either. They've lost a lot of guys. Um, uh I don't know. I think they're at five and a half here. What do you think of them? Well, they do have a little bit of momentum. They finished the year four and two in their last six games last year. A lot of people don't realize that, including me. But when I went through their schedule, I, I noticed that. They don't have a proven quarterback. And anytime you come into a season without one, you're in trouble. They got Notre Dame on the schedule. That was wonderful scheduling. Uh five and a half to make this uh, go quicker since your phone's going out. I'm going on. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm I going under as well. I don't think they quite get there. I think that's an ambitious number. If it was four and a half, maybe I'd think about it. I don't think they get the six. So, no. All right, Colorado, another team that the – boy, this Pac-12, by the way, it's really, really good. It's, it's loaded, isn't it? Loaded. My goodness. Look at this Colorado team. They're projected uh, over under is three and a half. Uh, they were four and eight a year ago, third year under Dorrell here. They've got seven back on offense, five on defense. You have the quarterback back. You know, at times last year they weren't awful. Um, at times they were beyond awful. Three and a half. What do you think? Non-conference schedule at Minnesota, loss. TCU. I don't think they beat them. They might. They shouldn't. No. At Air Force. They shouldn't. <laughs> they could go on three. They go on three in the non-conference. I don't have a game they can win uh, unless they beat Arizona. Yeah. So I mean, they could beat Arizona, they could beat Cal, they could beat Arizona State. Could they could? Yeah, three and a half. I I got him at three, so under. I think you're right. I'm going under as well. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Colorado. All right, I am a big fan of Oregon this year. I think they're going to be pretty good. Dan Lanning comes in from Georgia. He will take over as the head coach at, here at Oregon. The team that went ten and four last year, it had a Utah problem. Right, that was the biggest problem. They lost twice to Utah. If they could have beat them, they would have been Pac-12 champions. They would have been in a big-time bowl game. Instead, they lost to them twice. Uh, eight back on offense, seven on defense. Bo Nix from Auburn transfers up to Arkansas. Or excuse me, to Oregon. Um, you know, Bo Nix at times looked good at Auburn. At times he didn't. I think a fresh start is going to help him. What do you think of Oregon? Can they get over this eight and a half? Okay, Bo Nix. SEC, Bo Nix, Pac-12. I think there's a huge difference. I, I, think, I think he'll be just fine. Uh, I like a lot of them. I think they have a coaching upgrade. I, do too. I like Cristobal. I think that guy is the most overrated coach. He's a good recruiter. What's he ever done? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. And I don't think he's that good a coach. Uh, we don't know about Dan Lanning yet, but from everybody that knows anything, he's an up-and-comer. I think OU looked at him, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, Castiglione, our AD, doesn't make very many mistakes. Uh, so I think I think they got an upgrade. They don't uh, play USC, and they have Utah at home, and the, that's the only schools in that. Well, UCLA's decent. 
I don't see much. I think that Oregon State game might be their toughest. Uh, and, of course, the Georgia game that they opened the season with, I don't think they beat them. I got them 11-1. and one. I'm going over. Damn. Wow. I don't have them 11-1, and one, but I got them over 8.5. And, and you said it, and Kevin B. says it too, and I think you both are right. A mediocre SEC quarterback, top three in the Pac-12. And I agree. He's definitely oh. up there in the top three or four. Uh, he's an experienced guy. Uh, you know, Lanning knows a lot about him, you know. Um, I think he'll be just fine there at Oregon. I think they'll be decent. I don't think they're going to be national championship or, or uh, playoff contender even, but I do think they're going to be pretty darn good. I'm with you on the coaching upgrade. He probably is an upgrade. So yep. we'll see. All right. Oregon State's next. They went seven and six last year. They're a team that at times jumps up and is decent. A lot of times they're not. They have a ton of guys back, uh, including the quarterback. They've got them at five and a half. That number is pretty close, I think. What do you think of the Beavers this year? I like them. Uh, I'm a little worried about their non-conference schedule. They got a couple of toughies. I don't think they beat Boise State. And the game at Fresno State, I, if they can win one of those two, and then they've got uh, Montana State, you know, you go two and one, that's a big step for them in a weak league. Mm-hmm. So – they got Washington State at home. That's a win, should be. Colorado at home, California at home, and they go to Arizona State. So they got potential. I liked what they did last year. Uh, they got a lot back on defense. Uh, their quarterback's got to step up and play a little bit better. I like them. I think they go over five and a half. I do too. I've got them at six and six, and I think the key is going to be can you split those first two games with Boise State and Fresno? And can you go to Arizona State and win? And what about like a game at Stanford? That's going to be a toss-up, right? So yeah. those are going to decide it. I like this team a little bit. I think I like their experience. I think they'll go six and six. I'm going over five and a half. Speaking of Stanford, they're next on the list. Horrible year last year. Just just atrocious. They went three and nine. This is usually a team that's pretty solid. David Shaw. Well, I don't think he's as good as what he's advertised. He's still a solid coach. You can't oh, argue yeah. that. Um, they have a ton of guys back mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball. I think they're going to be better than this four-and-a-half line. The schedule is, uh, you know, it's not horrible, but they do have Notre Dame out of the non-conference and BYU, but it's, at least it's at home. Uh, a lot of talking for me. I'm going to go over that four-and-a-half. What about you? Yeah, Uh are they on a downward spiral? You know, That's they haven't been good yeah. in a while. And he was the, the greatest coach there ever was there for a while. And I think he's a good coach, too. I, I It's hard to recruit at Stanford. You know, I think their entrance levels are a little bit higher than most places. So it's tough. Yeah, They're always pretty decent, uh, fundamentally. Four and a half is not very many. It's. I don't think it's a gamble to go over that with a standard a Stanford team. So I'm going to go over as well. You know, I think a critical game for them, and and some people listening may laugh or may think I'm I'm taking a shot at USC, but that second game of the year against USC, I think, is really interesting because mm-hmm. if USC hasn't quite. You know, they got a lot of new guys. Maybe they haven't quite got things ironed out. That could be a little bit of a trap game against a team that has a ton of guys back and a ton yep. of experience. So. That'll be an interesting game. I think that could go uh, a long way towards getting them over this. But I'm going to go over it as well. I think four and a half is a little too low for a team and for a coach that's proven that they can be more successful. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on. UCLA is next. 
Uh, Chip Kelly finally has kind of got him in the right direction. Three losing seasons, but last year they did go eight and four. Um, You know, they they lost to Fresno State in a game they could have won. They lost to Oregon in a game they could have won. So it was almost better than that eight and four even. But they have just two guys back on defense. They do have uh, DTR back at quarterback, and I think the offense will be good with six returners. What do you think? Eight wins for UCLA. Can they get there again? Well, you like Chip Kelly a lot, and I do too. Uh, I don't think he's great, but I think he, he's got him in the right direction. Uh, their non-conference schedule, a real plus for them. Bowling Green, Alabama State. And let's stay in the state of Alabama, but let's not play Alabama or Auburn. Let's play South Alabama. So <laughs> great scheduling. That's that's how you schedule eight eight wins. That's how you do it. And you mm-hmm. take chances in, in the conference. Then they got three home games in the conference with Washington, key game right there. Can they beat them? Stanford, Arizona. Let's say they get all three of those at home. You would think they would at least get two of them, but we're going to give them three, so they're six. Uh, they're not going to win at Oregon, I don't think. No. And they go to Colorado and win? Yes, they should. That's seven. Utah, uh, that's iffy. Uh, at Arizona State, yes, there's eight. And then it comes down to USC and the uh, rival game against California. Uh, I love the quarterback, and they got a great running back. So I think offensively they're going to be okay. You said they lost. They only got two guys coming back on defense. Mm -hmm. That might be a good thing because their defense wasn't any good to begin with. So I'm going to take a flyer on them, and I'm going to go over eight. I think they win nine. I think they're going over, too. I think this will be a pretty good team for him. Um, You know, they lose the quarterback after this, and who knows what's going to happen next year. But this year, I think this should be a pretty good team. I'm with you. You know, the defense wasn't great anyway, so maybe they've got some better uh, personnel in there. Maybe a little less experience, but by the end of the season, they'll be rounded into shape. I'm with you. I went over. By the way, by the way, do you think Chip Kelly is sick of hearing about Lincoln Riley by now? I would say Chip Kelly is very sick about hearing about yeah. Lincoln Riley. Yes, I would say that has the potential to be a really, really good rivalry uh, if Chip Kelly can kind of keep UCLA going on the right path. Um, they really could be battling for a while here. So yeah. uh, I think that's going to be very interesting. All right, let's take a look now at Lincoln Riley and USC. Uh, Vegas has got them at nine and a half. Uh, let's look at the facts. You, they were four and eight a year ago. So not a good team for USC, but this is a completely different club uh, here. They won the transfer portal for sure. They got Caleb Williams, at quarterback, Jordan Addison, uh, a first-team All-American wide receiver from Pitt is there. Mario Williams, very highly touted guy, uh, last year at Oklahoma is there. You know, they got a lot of guys on offense. This offense looks good. Defensively, a lot of question marks. Only three returning starters from the team last year. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of question marks, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Defensive coordinator and Alex Grinch, who's not great. I think we've seen that firsthand. I think everybody's assuming the offense is going to be good, and I think that assumption is going to be right. I don't know about the defense. Nine and a half games is a lot from a team that only won four last year. What are your yeah. thoughts on that one? Totally agree. It's hard to jump from four to, if you're going to go over, to ten. That's a bunch. That's six. A difference of six games. Uh-huh. Uh, 
The plus is they did well in the transfer portal. Don't forget they got the running back from uh, Oregon too. Yeah, I didn't read him off. You're right. <laughs> Travis Dye from Oregon. Yeah, he, Oregon. yeah. <laughs> he's a pretty good player. He's very good. And they got the Pac-12 schedule. Um, you win games in the trenches. There's an overall lack of talent on the offensive line and the defensive line. They don't have a defensive coordinator. The guy's a clown. Yeah. I thought he was the real deal, but he's not. You ask anybody that played for him at OU, and they'll tell you the same thing. Yeah. So I, that's not an upgrade on defense. And you're you're kind of leaky on defense anyway. Uh, but look at the schedule. Okay, let's just go through it real quick. Rice. Okay, forget it. Fresno State. That's a tough game, but it's in the Coliseum. So you yeah. think they win that. Then they got Arizona State, Washington State, at Arizona, California, Colorado. How good do you have to be to win those five games? Right, yeah. You don't have to be very good. So let's see. There's seven right there. Here's your toss-ups at Stanford, like you said. Here's one I think they can lose at Oregon State. Yeah. Oregon State's good. Going to go up there. It probably might. It, it may be raining. It'll be a night game. If Oregon State's good, they'll pack the place. That's a Lincoln-Riley choke job right there. Yeah. Uh, the UCLA game, toss-up. Notre Dame, we don't know how good they're going to be. I don't think they go to Utah and win. Those are the kind of games Lincoln-Riley teams don't win because you got to be tough to go to Utah. His teams yeah. are – I don't think they win 10. I got them at 9, so I'm going under. Yeah, I've got them at 9-3 and three as well. Uh, I think they will lose to Stanford or Oregon State 1. Um, one of those two, I think they're going to lose probably Oregon state. Uh, the game at Utah, I, I don't think they win. And then I think they lose either, uh, UCLA or Notre Dame. So I've yep. got them nine and three. Um, I'm with you. You know, I think that I, I'm honest to God, and you're going to throw up when I say this, I'm looking forward to watching this offense. I think it's going to be really good. Um, I, I still like Caleb Williams. I think, you know, the OU fans that are hating on him. I think there's a lot of factors in play that aren't really Caleb Williams' decisions. Uh, he's got a whole team around him uh, trying to do and make the most money he can, and he went for it. So whatever. Uh, I, I, think, well, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I think I think this offense is going to be dynamic. Defense is going to be bad uh, for sure. I, I don't know. I think 9-3 and three is, a, is a logical first step for them. And look, if he goes 9-3, and three, he's had a great season. They went 8 a year ago, for God's sakes. There is no doubt he's going to win there. Yeah. I have no doubt in my mind he's going to win there. The one pause that I will give everybody is he – the further we got away from Stoops and the more we got into Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma definitely got worse each season. Yes. There's no taking over for Bob Stoops here, right? Like he no. inherited a national championship team, the team that yeah. made the playoff. And the only Oklahoma team that's made the playoff that actually deserved to be there and could have won it. Absolutely. And they went down ever since then. Yes. He inherits a 4 and a football team here. Now, obviously, transfer portal, things have definitely changed. Oh, yeah. Very, very good recruiter. People want to play for him. Outstanding. So that's 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 the positives, but we'll see what we'll see what happens. I think uh people are thinking he's gonna go twelve and zero in year two. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well, there's one other thing that people over, overlook. You you get the talent. Okay, he's going to get the talent. No doubt. You have 
to develop players. I don't yeah. care how good you are, you're high school players when you come into college. Yes, you're a superstar. But there's a hell of a lot of difference between high school and going to Notre Dame, going to Alabama, and going to those places and winning. You have yep. to develop them. You have to condition them. They have to get stronger. They have to get better. Because guess what? Every other team's got players just like that, too. Right. That's where Lincoln Riley is weak. Player development. The that's, Oklahoma superstars never developed. That's going to be the big key, you know, because they, they definitely, I mean, you look down the roster, Caleb Williams, number one quarterback coming out of high school. Yep. Uh, you know, Travis Dye, tons of experience at Oregon. Uh, Jordan Addison, you know, first team All-American at Pitt. There's not much developing with those two guys. No. Caleb Williams is developing. Mario Williams, there's developing. He wasn't yes. great last year. No. So can they do it? That's going to be the big question there. Yeah. Um, and you, we, and we know, like I said, defensively, it may not be pretty for a while there for you. And then we'll off him a little bit because we're criticizing too much. Uh, Baker Mayfield somewhat developed under him because he was just a sophomore. That's true. Absolutely. Kyler Murray, no. Kyler Murray's a super athlete. I mean, he just yeah. – and he had nothing to do with Jalen Hurts. No, no. And the development with Spencer Rattler was pathetic. So, we'll see. Yeah, this comment here, not, not really. <laughs> I don't think Kyler Murray as – I mean, he's kind of the same guy now that he was in college even. He's just a freak of an athlete, but he, he kind of – he just kind of plays, but Baker certainly is. He developed under Lincoln Riley. He uh, did. There's he no did. doubt. But the, the but but the thing is, each year, okay, Baker came in right after Stoops. I mean, uh, Lincoln yeah. came in right after Stoops with Baker, and as you said, each year that passed with Lincoln Riley, our development got worse. Yeah, it got worse. We're, we were soft. So, again, let me make this as clear as I can. Lincoln Riley is going to win at USC. But I don't know the first year you go from four to an undefeated season. No. And I'll give him all the credit in the world if they do. Yeah, I mean, I would too. I definitely would too. I, I don't do care think. that it is the Pac-12 if he goes yeah. undefeated. I, I will say this. Right, Joey. He has three starters in the NFL. He didn't recruit any of them. But anyway, that's another story, too. But <laughs> the one quarterback he recruited, well, two. He's got one of them. The other one yeah. got run out of town. Anyway, yeah. uh, I think Lincoln Riley will be a better coach at USC than he was Oklahoma. Because I think he was in the shadows of Bob Stoops just a little bit too much. Yeah, and he he was not a failure no. at Oklahoma. No. Not a failure at all. In fact, succeeding a legend is very difficult to do, and he probably did as good a job as anybody ever has. No doubt, because they kept winning, but they got worse every year. And but he was not a failure. He he wasn't. And here's the deal. If he was our coach this year, we wouldn't be saying some of this stuff. We really wouldn't because none of this would have been exposed as what perhaps might have been a problem down there last year had he stayed on. If you go back and watch last year when we're previewing, I 
definitely did say Lincoln Riley has a, a problem with uh, discipline and he has a problem with development. And that was before he left. So I, I will stick with by, by that, yeah. uh, you know, so I, I'm a very unbiased fan. And I think the people watching this will learn that throughout this year. Well, you have, because you don't project the Sooners very high this year. No, I had the Sooners over or under their win total. Yeah. Um, I will I, say that I, nine and a half, I'm not going to, with the schedule they play this year, I won't be totally shocked if they win 10. Will you? Yeah, I will be. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I just don't. I think the big key is going to be uh, if the defense is surprising, then they could win 10 for sure. But I, I would be surprised if they're better than 9-3 and three the first year. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, let's move on. Utah, hey. eight and a half uh, for the Utes. And this is a team that uh, will be USC's biggest challenger. Um, Kyle Whittingham back once again. I mean, this team just consistently throws out good teams, good, tough, uh, hard-knocking teams. Uh, eight back on offense, six on defense, including quarterback Cameron rising. This team is the Pac-12 champions last season. They nearly beat Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. Uh, they got off to a horrible start and then really turned it on late and looked great once they got the quarterback situation taken care of. I'm going over this eight and a half for Utah. I think that's low. What about you? what's it eight and a half okay uh you know what if they weren't on the west coast and their games weren't on so late this might be one of my favorite teams yeah because I like they, the way they play i do too and they're tough raw boned they don't have superstars usually and they're hard to beat especially in salt lake city at night man that is a tough place to play yes it is uh i their non-conference schedule is very very tricky um They've got San Diego State. You know how good they are. They're good. They could lose that game. It is in Salt Lake City, but if you're not quite ready, that's an ambush. And that game at Florida is very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I don't think Florida is very good, but did you talk, Nick, they can go down there and win. Utah they should, should beat them. They should think they can. Yeah. But you know what? Utah's not used to doing that. And that's yeah. the game that's a question mark for me when I'm picking them. You know, you look at uh, if it was like Oregon going down there where, you know, they've won a lot of games. Utah's never been able to get over that hump, you know, and win that game they got to win to get into the national picture. I like them a lot. I love the quarterback. They got a really good running back. We know their defense is going to be good. They got USC at home. So, what is there not to like about them? Eight and a half, I think, is low. I can see 10. I got them at nine. I think they might lose a couple somewhere. Their schedule's a little difficult. And I'm kind of thinking Oregon might, or Florida might beat them. If they beat Florida, they're going to win 10, I think. But I'm going over for sure. Yeah, I'll go over as well. I, I think they'll go to Florida and win. Although, you know, Florida's another one. New coach, maybe. Maybe they just kind of needed a, huge a game. direction. Yep, huge game for them. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on. Washington is next. Two to go. Washington is the next team we'll talk about here. They're at a seven. Even though they went four and eight a season ago, they kind of just didn't look good last year. Everything kind of went wrong. Eight back on offense, five back on defense. And like I mentioned, Michael Penix is here. He was uh, the Indiana quarterback that was the darling during the COVID year. He shows up here at Washington. I think this is going to be an improved team, but are they improved enough to, to get over the seven and a half mark? I like the coaching hire. I think he'll be fine. 
can Penix stay healthy? You know, that's a big question mark. The guys yeah. hurt all the time. I don't know how good that is. That's what's holding me back with them. Uh, they were so bad on offense last year. They got a break. They don't have uh, Utah on the schedule or USC. So that's a break for them right there. Uh, so seven and a half. That means to go over, they got to win eight. I don't, I, I got him at seven. I'm going under. I got him at eight. I'm going to go. All over. right. This is another team I usually kind of make, make them a little better than what they are. Um, I think the schedule sets up pretty well for them. The key is going to be the Michigan State game. Yes. I think yeah. it's a toss up game. If they lose it, they may win six or seven. If they win, yeah. I think they're going to win eight. So, um, you nailed it. Go. You nailed it. With over. All right. All right. Last one here Washington State. They are at five and a half this year. They went seven and six last year. They've lost a lot of guys, yep. uh, though. So that's going to be a big time question mark. Cameron Ward comes in at quarterback. He was an incarnate word last year. So, uh, but he was a high, highly hyped guy. Uh, had to go to incarnate word. Now he's back uh, in the big time here. Like I said, though, not a lot of guys returning around him. Five and a half is where they've got Washington State. Let's round it out. What do you think of the Cougs? I'm not impressed with a quarterback that comes from incarnate word, <laughs> what his stats are. I mean, it, there's, it's just a big difference between the two. He'll probably step in and do okay, but can he win at some of these places like USC and Oregon State and those places? I don't know. Tough uh, game at Wisconsin in the non-conference. I don't think they win that. They need to win all three non-conference games. Washington State does usually. They have a really good season. I think they're a little down. I got them under. I think they'll go under as well. Their type of team, man, it's just hard for them to consistently win. Yeah. Mike Leach was about the only one consistently yeah. get wins with them over 500. So I'm going to go under as well for the Cougars. All right, that's it. That'll do it. Uh, we've ran through the Big Ten. We've ran through the Pac-12. I think next week we'll do the ACC and the American Conference. How about that? Sounds good. Well, so you're going to have vacation next week. Are we going to have a show next week? Yeah, I think I can probably do one. We can. Okay. We may have to do it in the daytime, but okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. I mean, I may be out of commission when we're driving. Okay. But other than that, I think you'll uh, hear from me. So. All I'll right. Well, we'll anyway, yeah, heading for Florida in the morning. So. All right, I like it. I like it a lot. Now I've got to figure out how to end this show on my phone, <laughs> and that's going to be a little bit of a challenge here for for us. Um, let's see. Okay, I think I've got it figured out. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, a little bit of a makeshift here. I never knew we could kind of uh, – oh, look at that. I got that one. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, our show of Papa Dude Talking OU. Uh, we could do one real easy, Kevin. Between Aaron and I, we could probably do a two-hour. Here, I'll tell you. Hold on. I'll tell you when it's going to happen. Let me pull up their schedule here. I'll give you the exact date of when it will happen. Oh, well, uh, the week after they lose to Nebraska, we'll probably do a full hour I don't. I don't have that pencil in as a guaranteed win. So, well, we're in big trouble if we lose. Let's just put it that way. We're in big, big, big time trouble. All right, I think I've got this figured out. If I go and we're still here, then um, sorry, but I think I'm going to say goodbye to everybody now. I thought I would do this. I think that's the outro. Okay, we're going to give this a shot. All right, thanks everybody for watching this week. 
Hopefully, I'll get the big computer back out next week if it's not on the phone. But, hey, it wasn't terrible for what we no, did. No, it worked out. All yeah. right, guys. We will see you next week, Papa Dude. Have a good time. All right. All right. Thank you all. This has been a presentation of RacingDudes.com, your destination for all things horse racing and sports betting. Whether you want free winners, expert insider picks, up-to-the-minute trackside weather reports, or podcasts and videos for bettors of all skill levels, never make another wager without visiting the Racing Dudes first. 